Today's Comedy Zone podcast is brought to you by LootCrate.com. Save 10% on any new subscription at trylootcrate.com slash comedyzone. Enter the promo code BRIDGE10 and get 10% off your subscription. From the Comedy Zone in Charlotte, North Carolina, this is the Comedy Zone podcast. Find us on Twitter at the CZ Podcast and email us at ComedyZonePodcast at gmail.com. Now, your hosts, Will Jacobs and Sammy Joe Francis. Nope and nope. Nope. And nope. Neither Will Jacobs nor Sammy Joe Francis is here tonight, today, for the show. But, uh, we'll explain uh, their situation in a minute, but I'm very happy to be joined by my good friend, Nikki Wolf is here. I'm here. Nikki Wolf. Yay. I'm here. Why didn't you change the open so it said, Nikki Wolf? <laughs> I don't, I, I, we don't have the budget. Playing the role of Sammy Joe Francis. <laughs> and Will Jacobs. And Will Jacobs. Out. Will is uh, under the weather. He's had the flu all week. Ugh. And yeah, from what I understand. This, he didn't get his flu this, shot. Yeah, or he didn't got it anyway. I got the flu shot twice, I think, so I'm good. (laughs) The flu shot's like last year's flu strain anyway. Like if if I don't understand I don't understand why people get the flu shot, but Um, I will tell you, so I started getting the flu shot, I don't know, ten years ago because I used to come to work. They'd be like, Go get a flu shot. Okay. When I left my job for my current job, I work from home now. Mm -hmm. I didn't have somebody that just showed up at my house like, here, have a flu shot. (laughs) So I didn't get a flu shot that year. I got the flu for the first time ever and possibly twice. We couldn't figure out if one was flu and one was stomach bug. I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. I thought I was going to die. Not to sound dramatic, but Yeah, no, it's been, been, I've known, you know, a handful of people who have had it this year and now Will's had it and, and, and everything I hear uh, suggests that it's, it's no picnic. No, it's not. And that's. Why I got two flu shots this year. So you're doubly protected. Yeah. Well, it's not why I got it. I was at Target one day and I panicked because I saw the flu shot sign. I was like, I have to get a flu shot. So I got it. And when I got in my car, I started thinking about my physical. I'd had not that long ago. (laughs) And I'm pretty sure they gave me a flu shot there too. So Mm. I was immediately Googling, can you die from too many (laughs) flu shots? Is there such a thing as too many flu shots? But you know what happens when you Google stuff like that? I had to get off my phone. Yeah. It's like, eh, hope for the best. Yeah, so then you're convinced you have a tumor of some yeah, sort. Yeah, I was like, can you die from too many flu shots? Now you have cancer. Like, what? That doesn't even make sense. Oh, well. So uh, Will's down and out with the flu, and uh, Sammy Joe Francis is otherwise occupied uh, this morning. She, what does that mean? She's She has some work uh, stuff going on. She's, she's, doing, she's branching out a bit, and oh. uh, so she has another... Uh, thing that uh, she is doing this morning. She's all so grown up. She's she's our little Sammy Joe. She's she's is a big all, girl now. She's all grown up. So uh, Nikki is here. Nikki, the, uh, the uh, Yelp Charlotte uh, community manager and marketing director. Did I get your title right? Community director. Community director and director marketing. Sorry. Got promoted a year <laughs> Congratulations ago. Congratulations on the promotion. Thank you. Uh, Nikki is uh, a good friend. We've known each other for going on eight years now. Eight years. Uh, which is stunning. That's the paper anniversary. It's actually not. I think that's year one. That, yeah, that's year one. I don't know what year eight is. I don't know. Mm, hopefully something expensive. I doubt it. Oh. Shoes? Yeah. <laughs> it's the shoe. Is it the shoe anniversary? It's the shoe anniversary. I need um, a new pair of shoes. 
but Nikki and I, um, uh, actually, Nikki, quite literally, my first friend in Charlotte. Oh, so, yeah, it's yay. true. So uh, it, it's, it's adding that to my LinkedIn. <laughs> Brian's first friend in Charlotte. Well, if that doesn't get you a gig somewhere, it's true. Then I don't know what to do with LinkedIn. It's probably how you got your job. Uh, it didn't hurt. Yeah, I am seeing it's strange because now that um, we. Um, Nikki and I worked at a at a local television station together for uh, several years before you joined the, the Yelp team, and I worked at a local television station, obviously for seven, almost eight years, and um, uh, didn't understand the LinkedIn thing. Didn't think I didn't get it. I didn't you know understand like it's you know it's not Facebook, but it's like Facebook, but for CEOs, and it's like what is it exactly? But I will tell you, now that I'm in kind of the corporate arena, I get LinkedIn now. Do you? Yeah, I understand how it works and why it works and who it works for. It doesn't it doesn't generally work for, for like you and me, but I understand how, how people get a lot out of it now. So I I'm seeing in, the value. I log into LinkedIn like every six months. <laughs> and I don't even really do anything. I kind of look at it and I'm like, okay, I logged in. Yeah. Now what? Yeah, it, it, it's 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 super. It's actually it's actually kind of powerful for what it does. It's a it's a powerful thing, and as long as people don't you know get on it and you know use it like a Facebook to to you know spew about politics and put pictures of their lunch and stuff like that. Poke you. People <laughs> still do that on Facebook. <laughs> do you remember when Facebook first came out and you used to be able to throw sheep at people? Right, I do. <laughs> I don't even know what that means, but I do it all the time. I'm like, throw the sheep at you. I do prefer that version of Facebook over the current version of Facebook. Like, give me a sheep. Right. I'm, I'm in. I'm just going to start throwing sheep at people. <laughs> I'll just, I guess you have to just write on their wall, I'm throwing a sheep at you. Have a good day. We should start that again. Let's bring it back. I'm in. We're saving social media <laughs> and the world. Write that down. By throwing sheep at people. Oh, uh, so, uh, w- um, yeah. So, uh, Will's out, Sammy Joe's out, uh, Bert Kreischer. In town at the Comedy Zone uh, here uh, this weekend. If you were thinking about going to see Bert Saturday night, uh, forget it. Both shows are sold out. Sold out. Um, you know, you can check in with a box office, and we'll tell you how to do that. But um, um, you can check in with a box office. But uh, there are no tickets currently available. Sometimes uh, people do cancel check in with the box office before the show because sometimes uh, people do things come up. People cancel their tickets. Sometimes, sometimes people they open get up the some flu. more seats. It happens from what I hear. You know? Yeah. So uh, so we're not going to have Burt Kreischer on the show is really what I'm trying to tell you. So oh. I know that's disappointing. Womp. I was looking looking forward to seeing those giant nipples in person. Whoa. But, I don't yeah. know what just happened. He takes um, the instant he gets on stage, he gets introduced and he gets on stage, he, he immediately takes his shirt off. Oh. Yeah. And then he does his whole, his entire show with, without a shirt on. Um. Like most people who enjoy being naked in front of other people, not necessarily someone you'd want to look at. Oh, <laughs> naked! So, oh, it, super okay. funny guy, a great comedian. Uh, just yeah. Just be forewarned, he's taking his shirt off. Oh, I don't. Okay, I wasn't prepared for any of that. Maybe, <laughs> maybe I should have Googled all this before. Google for Crusher before he um, came in. Okay. <laughs> Well, that sounds fun. Get your tickets for that. Yeah. He's a great, I mean, you know, great comedian, great storyteller. Uh, just, you know, in the front row, just be aware. Cover your food when he pulls his shirt off. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's all. 
That's all I'm saying. Maybe warn your friends. <laughs> That's someone that just got blindsided by this. Maybe warn your friends. So, Nikki, your gig with Yelp. Yeah. A, a, a lot of folks um, don't get Yelp. They don't. They don't understand Yelp. So explain, I guess, a little bit. If I were to say to you, you know, I don't understand what's the point of Yelp. How do you how do you describe it to people? When I talk about Yelp, I basically talk about the fact that Yelp is designed to connect people to great local businesses. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of times it's mostly associated with food and restaurants, but you can find anything on there, you know, from where to go get tacos to I found my tire place um, there, which I didn't even know this place existed. It was like way down on the plaza. But you can find literally anything on it. I, when I first got this job and I tried to explain to my mom what I was doing, to put it in my mom's terms, it's kind of like the new Yellow Pages almost. It's, yeah. it's how everyone's finding local businesses now. You know, you can get on the app. You can look and see what's around you. It's helping people make more informed decisions. You know, if you were out of town or on vacation and you're trying to find a place to eat, a lot of times you're kind of blindly going somewhere. Well, now you can see where are people eating? Like, what are the trends? What do people love? Yeah, and and and... There are benefits to using Yelp. I mean, obviously not just, you know, necessarily seeing a place or learning about a place that maybe you didn't know about, but also being an an elite member, uh, you sponsor and you throw some great events around town. Yeah, I throw a ton of events. Um, some are open to anyone with a Yelp account where all you all you have to do is RSVP on Yelp. We have something called the Elite Squad. These are the most active users on the website. They're the ones that... They're uploading pictures, writing reviews consistently. They're the reviews and pictures that a lot of people, those are the ones that they're seeing. You know, they're um, when they're looking for someplace to go eat, they're reading all these reviews. Um, and we do a lot more events um, in that community. We do a lot of super fun stuff. We just had a, a Mardi Gras Fat Tuesday party um, with Hickory Tavern. That was a lot of fun. Um, you know, there were beads and masks and food, and we brought in a king cake. We actually brought in two king cakes. I didn't find the baby. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm not allowed to, though. It was my event, so. Yeah, I mean, if it happens, it happens. It happens. Yeah. I would have given the gift card away. We gave away a gift card to, you know, yeah. whoever. Whoever found the baby. And and uh, there is a very active Yelp community here. I mean, you don't, you know, necessarily, if you're not kind of, you know, elbows deep in the Yelp experience. You just think that there's, there's, you know, it's just this sort of outlier, you know, group of people. But there's a lot of people involved in the in the Yelp community, and it's a real benefit to local businesses. It really is. Um, you know, I have business owners that tell me every day that it's it's single handedly what drives people to their businesses. You know, Yelp is great for a lot of small local business owners and these mom and pop shops and these hidden gems that, you know, normally people wouldn't know about them. And it's just this free marketing tool for these businesses, bringing people in. Um, That's one of my favorite things about this job is hearing from local business owners. I was sitting at um, a Not Just Coffee, the one uptown last week, Mm -hmm. and there was this um, older gentleman next to me, and uh, he was talking to the barista is that what you call it a yeah. barista yeah. yeah 
And he was like, I'm in town on business and I found you guys online. So I walked over here from my hotel and I said, oh, how did you find it online? He said, oh, on Yelp. And I was like, yeah, yeah, you did. that's exactly <laughs> that's exactly what it's all about. It's, it's really cool to hear these success stories um, from these business owners and what Yelp can do for them. It makes me excited. It makes me I'm very passionate about this job and I mm-hmm. believe in our mission and what we do. And when I hear about people like Yelp has changed our lives and put us on the map, that makes me happy. That's yeah. what it's all about. Yeah. When you were first up for the job at Yelp, which is four years ago now, four and a half crazy i know <laughs> <laughs> um we were you know uh um, you and i were working you know side by side at a at a tv station and uh this gig came up and 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 the first thing that i thought was that there's nobody in charlotte either better suited or more qualified for this position than nikki wolf um and that's exactly what i told i was i was one of your references and that's exactly what i told the person from Yelp, you know, that I talked to, um, about you was that I, I, if you hire anybody but Nikki Wolf, you're making a mistake because she's, Aww, she is that's so nice. That's exactly what I said. You're, you're, I don't know anyone who, who at the time was more connected than you were in, in, in terms of kind of the, 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 the nightlife. Yeah. And 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 you've just you know expanded that circle since then, and you're doing really cool things with the Alp, and I'm really proud of you. So well, there thank you, go. you. Yeah. So that wasn't. Has anyone ever cried on this podcast? <laughs> I'm about to. So that wasn't particularly funny, necessarily for the Comedy Zone podcast, but uh, <laughs> it's true, and and so it's out there now publicly. It is that you're awesome, and oh, I'm a, well, thank I'm a you. huge fan. Um, the, 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 you've also launched your own podcast. Yeah. We just recorded episode three. Right. The Yelp Charlotte podcast, which is how I booked you, by the way, just for the record. This is why I'm on this podcast because I was the warm body. (laughs) You were here and I plucked you off the street. Here I am. And, 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 uh, so that's been fun. Um, it has been fun. Yeah. So episode number three, which as you're listening to this podcast, it's actually February uh, 28th. Um, oh. Well, that, yeah, February 16th for the Comedy Zone podcast that's out oh. right now because it goes out today. And that it's our, we're bending time here <laughs> with the podcast. <laughs> Is so, this the Matrix? <laughs> yeah. So we that just people recorded talk about? The, the Yelp Charlotte podcast that will go up on February 28th. That's correct. So that's why, because, you know, we've had to talk about events that happen in the future that will be happening in the past, and it's all very confusing. But um, uh, it, it, it's been fun. Um, I mean, it's only been three episodes, but it's been really fun kind of being, working with you and, 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 and kind of, you know, getting to be a part of your world with these people that you interact with and stuff. So thank you for asking me to be in, involved with the Yelp Charlotte podcast as well. I couldn't do it without you, so thank you for being involved. <laughs> you could do it without me. This is remarkably easy. Yeah, to do. it doesn't yeah. look like it. Um, so the, 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 um, you must have some stories. I don't know what's appropriate <laughs> to tell about a comedy zone. We've heard it all. <laughs> so, so we've had we've had Bobby Lee on the show. We've heard oh, we've heard just Bobby about Lee. we've heard just about everything there is to that. He didn't he didn't take his clothes off for us though. I was I have to say a little disappointed. Why do people take their clothes off at the Comedy Zone? Is this a strip club? <laughs> this is the worst strip we, club ever. We have a poll right here in the studio. God. Um. So the the the. Uh, I got nowhere to go. I was trying to come up with somewhere <laughs> to go. I'm not gonna lie. I got nothing. Um, we tried. We yeah, failed. We did. Oh well. It's hard. 
It's very hard. This job is not as easy as it's not all good. They make it out to be. I'm just I'm trying to think of like something that uh, something funny that's happened in the past week to me, and it's just been really work and sleep. And <laughs> so that's there's not there's nothing particularly funny. Welcome to our lives. Yeah, in any of that. Welcome to our lives. I will tell you uh, a couple exciting things, and then um, I want to send uh, best wishes out to a couple friends of the podcast. But um, uh, this summer, we're bringing Funny on the Fly back here at the Comedy Zone, uh, season four already of Funny on the Fly. So uh, that will be kicking off in March. Um, we usually, th- th- there's like one Sunday night a month through the summer until football season starts. And then um, because we don't want to compete with football because I, I want to watch football. Truth. So uh, we do the show basically March and throughout the summer. So um, the dates are on the calendar already at um, cltcomedyzone.com. So you can find all the dates and uh, details for Funny on the Fly there. And also, of course, who's coming up at the Comedy Zone. Um and and uh, all the shows and you know you can buy tickets there as well. So that's at cltcomedyzone.com. Find the dates and details for upcoming shows, in, including season four of Funny on the Fly this summer. Um, I will be performing here at the Uh-oh. Comedy Zone. I know, right? Uh, March thirteenth, which is a Tuesday night. It's in a a, a uh, competition produced by uh, my friend Debbie Millwater. Um, it's, it's a, uh, March mania, uh, tournament style comedy competition. Oh. So, uh, round one is the week before that. So March 7th, round two, um, which is like the second part of round one, really. <laughs> but, but night number two is, uh, March 13th. So I'll be, uh, performing on that night here at the Comedy Zone, if you're interested. I know Will's got some dates coming up around, uh, if he recovers from the flu, at any point, uh, he's got some dates coming up, but I don't know what they are off the top of my head. I do not either, as, <laughs> as I was just thrown into this <laughs> 10 sure. minutes ago. Um, also, uh, real quick, I have to send uh, best wishes out. Um, uh, Colin Quinn had a heart attack on uh, Valentine's Day. He's doing fine. He says he's doing okay on, on, his, on his social media, but uh, I'm sure he's listening. But um, regardless, we want to send best wishes to uh, Colin Quinn. Apparently, he's doing just fine. Also, uh a friend of the podcast, uh, Barry Crimmins, who um, a legendary comic, uh, spent an hour and a half with us on the podcast talking about his his life, and of course, the uh, movie "Call Me Lucky," uh, directed by Bobcat Goldthwaite, and is uh, Barry Crimmins' story is still, I want to say, on uh, Netflix and certainly on Amazon, which I think for any fans of comedy, it, it, it's it's a must view. But uh, Barry has recently been uh, diagnosed with a very aggressive form of cancer. Oh. Um, he and his wife actually both battling cancer right now. Oh. So uh, certainly uh, best wishes to Barry and his family. And uh, you can find out more at Barry's um, b- b- um, social media accounts and also how to help uh, he and his wife. Cause of, because, of course, as a comedian, you know, there's... <laughs> There's not a lot of resources out not there. A, not yeah. a lot of money. So, um, in. Uh, best wishes both to Colin and to Barry and to his wife as well. Some other shows that are coming up here at the Comedy Zone in Charlotte, North Carolina. Gary Owen next week, February 22nd through the 25th. Uh, that show's coming up. Jay Farrow also look, looking ahead into March, uh, March 29th through the 31st. Cristela Alonso, April 6th and 7th as well. For tickets, uh, cltcomedyzone.com, like we mentioned, you can call the box office if you like, 980 321 that number again, 980-321-4702. Check out the social media for the Comedy Zone at Comedy Zone CLT on Twitter, uh, Instagram, and Snapchat. 
Although, are you a fan of the new Snapchat? Uh, nope. Uh, yeah, that's what I hear. It's not. It's nope. not. People aren't digging it. I don't like Snapchat in general. Well, I, I, yeah. I, and then they did the update, and I'm like, yes, this is going to be what finally makes it go away. Yeah, I feel like upgrade indicates that, hey, this version's better than the last one. And from everything I'm hearing, it's It's, it's not, not at yeah. all. It actually makes uh, zero sense. <laughs> so at Comedy Zone CLT, if you can manage Snapchat. If you can figure it out. And on Instagram and Twitter, uh, Comedy Zone CLT on Facebook as well. Nikki, tell me about the Yelp social media accounts. Oh, Yelp Charlotte. Charlotte is spelled out. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, the Book of Face. We got the podcast links. What, episode two just came out two days ago. So Correct. podcast links are pinned at the top of all those pages. Go check it out. The very funny uh, Sarah Crossland and Corey Insko joined us uh, as guests. Sarah tells her story about um, the time she stalked Jay-Z. And there so are funny. pictures to prove it. It's so it's great. hysterical. The picture, the fact that she had the pictures was was great. I think it, they literally came from TMZ. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's so great. Because there's like half a dozen pictures of this blonde woman <laughs> stalking Jay-Z. It's... Um, will you, if you happen to talk to Sarah, yes, uh, I sent her a Facebook friend request like a year and a half ago because she and Corey and I were working on this thing together and then they left Charlotte five and then it fell apart. But I sent her a friend request like 18 months ago <laughs> that she has not responded to. So I'm reaching the point where I'm, where I'm going to take it personally. <laughs> so if you, if you happen to talk to her, just say, hey, if you don't mind, just that one click, it'll hit, it'll make Brian very happy. Proof. Yeah, just say, okay. It'll it'll make me very happy. Be my friend. <laughs> um, as for the show, uh, Will Jacobs at uh, I am Will Jacobs on Twitter, and uh, comedian Will Jacobs uh, is the website and Facebook. Uh, Sammy Joe Francis at Sammy on air. I'm at NC Balto seventy two. Whatever. Um, whatever. <laughs> the uh, the show itself, iTunes, Stitcher, uh, Google Play Music. SoundCloud. Uh, find us, subscribe, leave a review. As always, the best way to help the show continue to grow is just through through your active support. Don't just sit there and listen. You're already on a computer. You're already on your phone. Just go to iTunes real quick. Rate us. Um, leave leave a um, review. My favorite review that uh, we've received so far, Nikki, is uh, the one on iTunes that says that we were a great podcast when we started, but then we got too political. Oh. <laughs> wow which do we were rarely political <laughs> it happens very it's it just happens. a theme of 2018 <laughs> right <laughs> it's just I give up we're six it's, weeks in and i give up on 2018 it's this thing that's happening apparently that we're just supposed to disregard and and just not yeah so uh we were great in the beginning so just listen to the first few podcasts if you want. <laughs> and then up until the point where where apparently we started getting too political but yeah it's like a, it's like weeds the first three seasons <laughs> phenomenal you don't really have to watch past that you're not missing anything i suffered through it for all those seasons i never watched that I uh, never watched weeds. the first three seasons is really really good television but then after that same person that does uh orange is the new black um, right yeah yeah but a big fan of that show but um yeah after season three i was kind of like eh, they've run out of things to do well it does happen after a little while I yeah guess. i mean i get it there's there's very few shows that you know parks and rec did what no one else did they ended it all like on a high note when they were still good you know a lot of people stretched out for a few more seasons when it's right. like guys you should have called it quits um I'm rewatching Parks and Rec right now, so it's on every morning on FX or FXX, one of those FX channels. 
apparently there's two. It's so it's so interesting now that you can really get anything that's ever been on television at at a moment's not you know like before you had to wait to see Cheers or whatever at you know eight thirty on Cheers. Thursday. <laughs> Tell us more, Grandpa. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's 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 so it's. It's just a different, it's a whole different world. We're a on-demand society now. We are. Society now. We are. You know? You can listen to this podcast anytime you want. Exactly. And the Yelp Charlotte podcast. If you're so inclined. <laughs> Absolutely. You can find that. Uh, Please. Uh, the link's on the social media like you Yeah, go to the Yelp Charlotte socials. So, without Will and Sammy Joe here, and with no Bird Crusher, you're stuck with Nikki and I, but um, yeah. what we're going to do, I think, in uh, the next segment is is um we're going to revisit the first ever interview the first ever guest we had on the comedy zone podcast nearly three years ago oh can you guess who it was do you know who it was did they have a shirt on he, he was he he was where he was he was actually very nicely dressed yes oh and it's a he it's a he it was between shows okay on a saturday night will and i had the opportunity to sit down with him is it my fake brother no, it is not. Although Aww. he's in he's in the podcast Hall of Fame though. Josh Wolf, yeah, is in our is in our Hall of Fame because he's been on technically three times, but we had a false start the first time, or the, I'm sorry, the third time he was on, and so we consider that four. So he and Paul Hooper are are now, and and I want to say Dominique are now the 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 only four time guests that we've had on the show. He's funny. He's got a podcast uh, with Freddie Prince yeah, it's Jr. It's, it's really yeah. great. Yeah, it's so great. He They're, he hopefully he's coming back soon. He's he's one of I my hope favorite people. He's, he's one of my yeah. favorite people. Yeah, he's great. And he's so great with us and and he gets it, you know, he understands and he plays with us and it's it's good. It's fun. So a, hopefully Josh will be back. Does a really great bit on the Charlotte Airport. It cracks <laughs> me up every single time. But uh it's not Josh. Hmm. I don't know. I guess I have to listen to find out. You'll have to. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> our original, our first interview, we're going to revisit it uh, with Bob Saget. It's coming up right now. Oh! All right, nerds, listen up. Yes? Uh, I want to tell you guys about Loot Crate. We have a new sponsor. Why are we the nerds? On the podcast. I didn't say you were the nerds. Oh, you said listen up, I did up, not nerds. say you were the nerds. So listen huh. up, nerds. I want to tell you about Loot Crate. Today's show is brought to you by LootCrate.com. Uh, Loot Crate is a monthly mystery mystery crate that delivers the best in geek and gaming gear. Collectibles, apparel, tech gadgets, oh. art, and other epic gear. It's it like Comic-Con in a box. I I actually subscribe to Loot Crate, and it's great. It, it it's um You get um, all kinds of, of cool... I'm using quotes here, but all kinds of cool gear. Uh, there's T-shirts, there's pins, there's collectible items... Um, everything from you know uh, Rick and Morty to uh, Star Wars to the Avengers, all kinds of cool stuff. Whoa! Uh, um, Avengers, comic don't you books. have the Captain America toy with your son today? I do. Same. Yeah, don't mock, don't mock. Mm-hmm. Um, so here's the deal with Loot Crate: it's a monthly subscription box service for geek and gamer items and pop culture gear. We mentioned that for less than twenty dollars a month, you get six to eight items that include licensed gear, apparel, collectibles, unique and one of a kind items, and more. They have specific items that are specifically made for Loot Crate, made you know, just for you if you subscribe. That would be such a good Valentine's Day gift. Absolutely, for Absolutely. like your gamer boyfriend or for girlfriend, the gamer in your life. You are one hundred. It really would, because people are always trying to do, you know. Yeah. 
jewelry and blah blah blah. But if you have a gamer, that's a perfect thing for him. And you get, you know, less not than not getting bucks that for you, Daniel. <laughs> Maybe less than twenty bucks a month, and you get probably sixty, seventy, eighty bucks worth of stuff. Yeah, T-shirts, yeah, that's worth it. Gear, um, you know, you tell them your T-shirt size, they send you the specific T-shirt just for you. Um, you've got until the nineteenth at nine p.m. Pacific time to subscribe and receive that month's crate. Um, when the cutoff happens, obviously, then you'll have to wait until the next month. But, um, and of course, how by is this spelled? Loot crate, L O O T C R A T E. Loot, like the loot. Yeah, like loot. loot. You're getting loot. You're getting cool stuff. Not what uh, I thought you said. And of course, by supporting Loot Crate, you support this podcast, which is most important. If you do this, you right, can well. sign up at try oh, yeah. trylootcrate.com. That's T R Y L O O T C R A T E. Trylootcrate.com slash comedy zone. And then you enter the code bridge10, B R I D G E. And the number 10, one zero. So let's do that one more time. Trylootcrate.com slash Comedy Zone. Enter the code BRIDGE10 and you'll save 10% on any new prescription or subscription even. Prescription? <laughs> yeah, they pres- do healthcare too? <laughs> it's like medicine for nerds is what it is. Uh, it's it's great. Um, you know, Loot Crate, I subscribe. I'm a 51-year-old man. I love it. Um, what? You get really, really cool stuff. Uh, it's pretty so then awesome. We shouldn't go halvesies on that subscription for him or prescription because he's already <laughs> got it. He's already got it. Uh, to save 10% on any new subscription, try lootcrate.com slash comedy zone. Try lootcrate.com slash comedy zone. Save 10%. Offer code the, bridge 10. Use the promo code bridge 10. Nerds, make it happen. Nerds unite. Shouts out to Loot Crate. Mr. Bob Saget. Well, sir. How, how have you been enjoying Charlotte uh, this, this weekend, these shows, having fun? Quite a lot. And because you are such a good comedian, it makes it an absolute pleasure. Oh. You're really uh, quite great. Wow. I really appreciate that, Bob. At comedy as well. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know you're a good lawyer. Well, look, I'm, look, I know you're a Philly guy. You're from Philly. Yep. I, I grew up a little bit there. And I'm actually from Chester, Pennsylvania. Oh. Yeah, I'm from right there in that area. So right. as a Philly guy, I know I can hit you with some hard-hitting questions. Yeah, you can hit me and with you can all hit. that. I went to Temple University, so I... Oh, you're an owl, so oh, here we go. I, I am an owl. Yeah. So, well, let me, let me first uh, ask you something I know the people are wondering. Right. Okay. One of the first questions I want to ask you is, what has it been like to work with me? It is amazing. Yeah. You're right here when I need you. Yes. I have never... Uh, actually, it always feels new to me. <laughs> It feels brand new, and I know that uh, things between us are good because we hear the sound of chairs moving. Yes, <laughs> it's like we're recording this on uh, on a moving church. That's exactly how it sounds. <laughs> but I feel I feel like we bonded this weekend. I we really have. Do. I feel we like have, you because I, I, I actually uh, double stick taped my foot to you. I know. I want us to be in a in a one legged race. That helps. That helps. <laughs> so let's so let's uh, dig into uh, one of America's favorite shows. I know you've talked about the stuff you've done a million times. Yes, even with no one there, I do. Even with no one there, when you do it. So but let's talk about uh, Full House. Right. Quick, yeah. hard hitting question. Yes. Okay. Why no black people on Full House, Bob? Uh, we had uh, we had uh, black people on Full House. Really? Yeah, we had Taj and we had the little uh, beautiful. They're they're older now. The sister sister, the the twins. Did you? Yeah. Um, and uh, we had, uh, but it was it was a white family. Yeah. And we didn't adopt and we didn't uh, have any <laughs> mixed relationships because my character didn't uh, really date much, so there wasn't even a chance for me to. Uh, <laughs> To have brought another family in, well, uh, or, and there wasn't any more room in the house. Well, that's true. There was a full house. It, it was, was a full house. What they decided to do was put step by step after it, well, and they my, said, "Well, this will take care of that." 
Well, my family agreed that Uncle Jesse was close. John Stamos was close to a black man. Uh, I feel like if you would have maybe in one episode, just one episode, like had him vote for Jesse Jackson or something, uh, that would have covered it. I think I, he little, was close. A little politics on Full House <laughs> would have gone a long way. That was the least political show ever on the on the planet, which is why I think people liked it. It didn't really deal with anything. We didn't really deal with anything of race or or politics or anything because yeah. it was really a show made for twelve year old girls, right? So, uh, and we were all twelve year old girls when we made it, John and me and Dave. And <laughs> well, that's I mean, it's so much of a, a part of just Americana. I mean, that show you're I, like when I think of the, round, the Mount Rushmore of TV dads. Okay, there's you. There's uh, well, everybody's H- dropping off of it. Well, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because so, Doctor you know, Huxtable's one. And, well, I, I don't know. I don't think you can find that on television right now. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. It's this tough. Homer Simpson's another. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and and Bruce Jenner. Those are the four. He was. Those are the four. Well, he's able to do both categories too. He's going to be. Uh, and he's a nice uh, person. I've known him for years. Actually, I hosted the Winter Olympic Games, the Medals Plaza. And it was me one week, and then Tracy Morgan, and then oh, uh, wow. it was an interesting bunch of comedians. Uh, and um, and I hung out with uh, Bruce and Chris, and the girls were all little then. Wow! I had no idea they would turn into giant things with uh, promoting a, a wildly l- large oiled up butt. I it, never, it's been insane. I've never expected any of that from these nice little girls that I would try to go on the bunny slope with. Well, well, speaking of large uh, oiled up butts. Uh, you've been massively successful in your career. That's the segue of all segues. <laughs> yeah, I, I am saw the, you when you walked up there. You've got a, I mean, you know, I have no butt. You got some junk in the. You got a little bit of junk in the trunk. I have no butt. I have a little hippy hippy shake, but I got no butt. <laughs> Maybe it's your walk. I my walk feels like I got a, a swagger. Oh, feels like I got butt swagger. Okay. There's zero butt. I mean, actually, I, I need like a, a basically a, an ironing board with a hole in it to take a poop. I can't even uh, regular. I got no butt, and I cannot lie. Well, you, well, those you, other mothers can't deny. They can't deny because I, I got no. Bob's got no butt, and Bob's anaconda don't want none, unless. Well, you got I, my, my anaconda's not my butt. Oh well, the ass right. The anaconda goes in the butt. Well, hey, hey, I don't. I didn't say that. Well, I mean, I, come you on, know. you're you know the civil rights of everything. I you're you're <laughs> illegal. You're I illegal. Know. You went to law school. I know. I did. I know but exactly you, where you, we. So you can't through. proclaim that the anaconda goes in the butt. Yeah, that's right. That's some people. That's subjective. You right. got to ask permission. Well, it's like they say: if the anaconda don't fit, you yeah. must acquit. Or, or or don't take a. I don't want to curse on here. I don't want to make this bad. No, because sometimes people think a podcast is a chance to just say whatever you want to say. But yeah. a lot of times I don't even cur- I'm not even cursing that much on stage unless I got a. Well, sometimes I do. <laughs> just a smidge. A smidge when it requires it. Last night I cleaned it up a little bit for Lent. Well, well, look, I, I one thing I, I definitely wanted to ask you was uh, you've you've had all sorts of success in your. You don't have to do another thing. Uh, ever in your life, and you're fine. Well, that's not true because I do. I mean, really? I do. Yeah, I mean, most people do. I mean, people that uh, people say you don't have to do another thing in your life means, I guess it means you have enough money you don't have to do another right. thing in your life. But that's not that has nothing to do with whether you do another thing in your life. What well, am I going to stay at home in a space station? That's what I was going to ask you. See, I was going to ask no, you. you have to, I haven't even done what I wanted to do yet. I haven't been able to just get the movies out right now. I'm I'm working on getting independent film made that I'm acting in and directing and have mm. a whole cast of people cast and and I have I have not had the freedom artistically to do all the stuff. I'm getting ready to do another television show. I've got a bunch of different projects that are good yeah. that I'm working on and they're in development. 
development. I would never. They, I, I came here, and there's another place I'm doing. I'm doing um, one other club in Irvine, which is nice, in mm-hmm. L.A., so I'm basically home. Mm-hmm. And then one other place in Denver at the end of the year. And then I'll just do some hard dates. So I'll do, like, I came off of a, a five-night theater tour. Right. Uh, and I don't really do it otherwise. I don't like the road. Mm-hmm. I don't, I mean, I, I get, I'll do another hour special when I feel like I have it all teed up. But I don't. I'm not living to be on the road, and sometimes I like it, or sometimes you just the door opens up and you end up playing more. But no, I, I yeah, I only do this by choice. Yeah. So I came here because I like Charlotte, and it's been nice to me before. But it's only my third time. I was here when the club first opened, and then I was here not too long ago, a few years ago, mm-hmm. when I chipped my tooth on a chicken wing. I remember. I talked to your dentist. <laughs> he was here, and, and he was—he uh, had a couple sheets under the wind. Right. Oh yeah. Oh, he was feeling good. He was. Well, he's supposed to. He's out for the night at comedy club. He wasn't drilling. This is true. This is true. He was not drilling. But I don't. But I do it because I, I try not to do stuff I don't love. I really do because I yeah. did so many years of uh, suffering. You know, right. So many things I had to do. Being kind of boxed in. Well, I just was unhappy. Yeah. I just started with nothing, and I uh, lived in a single apartment in Palms, California, and I would work at the comedy store for seven years wow. trying to get jobs. But uh, then I met Richard Pryor and Robin Williams <laughs> and Rodney Dangerfield, so I, I came up watching all the, the, the best people of their time. Right. And then I learned a lot, and then things started to happen after about nine years uh, of doing stand-up. Maybe 10 years doing stand-up because I started when I was 17. So. Ooh, wow. So it's you all early. It's a journey. Ooh. Yeah. I didn't know. I just I was also doing improv and I was a film student. So I did a bunch of things all at the same time. Okay. I still do. I still like do things. I do like five things. None of them well. But uh. <laughs> well, I, well, I've told people uh, about you and the one thing that strikes me is above all of your accomplishments and everything you've accomplished in entertainment and elsewhere, the most impressive thing about you to me is your humility and you're so down to earth you're so approachable well, you're really so nice. nice no you're an awesome guy well people are supposed to be well, well and and i was going to ask you what do you attribute that to your family upbringing or i mean kind of and just watching how people mistreated me a lot mm-hmm. and watching and now that i'm a little older and i i get to you know be in whatever kind of uh, respectable place some people respect me at. I mm-hmm. and I have three daughters. I think having three daughters, being raised with good moral values, and uh, the only reason I chose a con- kind of stand-up comedy that was a little off-road was because I just uh, it took pain and put that into the comedy. But like the mm-hmm. book that I wrote called "Dirty Daddy," it's a right. New, York, New York Times bestseller. Yeah. I didn't know that. I was that's what I was shocked when they told me bestseller. Yeah, I got all excited because I didn't know I bought that many copies. <laughs> but it, the whole point is, if you're not a, if you're not a good person, then I mean you don't always have to be nice. People can violate your space, and then you don't need to associate with them. Right. But I, I just think people should be. I just treat people like they deserve to be treated, which is uh, well. Well, it's you're you're absolutely fantastic, and it's, it's great to see that comedy's been that outlet for you. Well, thank you. Yeah. You have the same kind of uh, quality, which is why, and I hadn't met you, but I'd watched your stand-up on, on the internet, mm-hmm. which I recently got. And uh, <laughs> You didn't see any of my other tapes? No, I didn't see it. The porn I didn't see. Oh, good. A okay. lot of your That's tapes, uh, 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 the signals are scrambled. There's a lot of blurred uh, images. Good, good, good. The lawyers did the job. But they, it's a lot blurred, so you're pretty impressive. Oh, yeah, you're pretty excited for you. 
<laughs> that girl with duck lips, I feel bad for. You her. felt bad for her? Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, you know, I it's been a wonderful weekend, and uh, so happy to have you here. Uh, the, the shows have been awesome. You're awesome, and thanks so much for doing this. Well, really thank awesome. you. Well, I look forward to seeing you in the future because I'm going to be at your house when you get there. Hundred percent. And wherever you're at, I'm going to try to be there. I'm going to be right there. Oh, we I don't have... care where you go. You're Everywhere gonna... I look, I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> a hand to hold on to. That's right. Well, uh, that's all the time we got, folks. I could talk to Bob all day, but uh, we got to get out of here. Uh, so one more time uh, for Bob Saget. Uh, I've been Will Jacobs. I'm still Will Jacobs. Uh, and we're out of here. Charlotte Comedy's own podcast. Thanks again, Bob. Pleasure, man. All right. The Comedy Zone podcast is a production of Comedy Zone Worldwide and is recorded in a bunker just off the Comedy Zone showroom at the Abbott Exchange Music Factory in Charlotte, North Carolina. The executive producers of the Comedy Zone podcast are Brian Heffern and Brian Bumpashevitz. Talent Wrangler is Mike Hall. Original music composed and performed by John McKeever. <laughs>